Welcome or welcome back to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. This is episode 180. And if you've been a listener for any length of time, you know, every 10th episode is me diving into an organizing rule that I think those of us with ADHD type brains should at least bend if not break. I try to offer some sort of alternative as to what to consider instead. This particular rule came about because I have a, a free podcast community and when you're trying to get into it, I ask you a series of a couple of questions, honestly, selfishly, because <laughs> it's a way for me to get ideas of things you're interested in that I can podcast about. And so one of the questions that I ask is, what is your biggest struggle around planning your schedule or feeling good about your home? Your answers are often similar. And one that keeps popping up, I thought, you know, I really want to dig into this a little bit more. And so I just sort of plucked one from a responder named Jennifer. Shout out to you and thank you for for joining and for answering the questions. What she had to say was, quote, consistency. I can't seem to stick with anything to do with planning, chores, schedules, routines, but somehow I move all day long and get nothing done. I'm tired of beating myself up for it, end quote. And I really wanted to dig into this one because this, this is super common for us and sort of a whole part of why I even created the podcast to start with. So I really want to dig into this moving all day with nothing to show for it and never being able to establish a plan, any kind of a chore schedule or a routine that you can stick with consistently. This is the organizing advice that I want us to break. And we'll dig into that right after this. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. All right, before you think I'm going to jump into consistency, I already did a whole episode on that, and that was all the way back in episode nine. I'll link it in the show notes, but please go back if you just want to have a conversation on consistency and listen to episode nine. Today, I'm going to focus more on this effort we have to establish a proper routine or system. This is constant organizing advice you'll see. Set up your right systems and your house will never be messy. If you set up your systems, it's so much easier to get the house back in order. If you set up systems and have these routines, it almost comes across as sort of an admonishment from a teacher. It just It feels like a slap on the wrist and there's something wrong or broken with you. I have talked endlessly (laughs) about the difference between getting 
monkey advice from type 8 organizers who understand how their own brains work and how they believe brains work. There's no ill intention. It's it's unfortunate that it can tend to come off as condescending because it's as if you're not intelligent enough to realize that if you're consistently keeping up with a routine, that your house would feel better. <laughs> the problem is not your lack of knowledge of what to do. It's your lack of the ability to get yourself to do it. And that is a whole fish brain can of worms that we're digging into there. And I am not a psychologist or, or a sociologist or brain expert in any way. So I'm not going to dig into the nuances from that side of things. I'm just going to dig into the nuances of what it's like to live with a fish brain and to start trying to take some fish brain advice from a fellow fish. Quit trying to turn ourselves into monkeys. And if you're not clear what in the heck I'm talking about, that means you just skipped through my intro and you should go back and listen. <laughs> but just to sort of delve into this, I don't believe our brains were made for systems and can work in that way because we keep trying to change the way our brain works. We constantly feel like we're banging our head against a wall. And as Jennifer says, I'm sick of beating myself up for it because not only are you not succeeding at the system, which is a waste of your time because you keep trying to bang your head against the same wall. It's that you then feel bad because you can't figure out how to change yourself. And that's a whole nother bag of energy that you are draining from yourself in this, this guilt and this frustration. And none of that is productive either. So we're going to steer away from these systems and routines. And instead of putting our energy into attempting to change ourselves and attempting to beat ourselves up for it, we need a different way to go about things. Yes, I've spoken about this on lots and lots of podcasts, but I'm digging in because it bears repeating that I would like you to quit trying to keep a system or routine in your life. Your brain is not designed for that. The best analogy I could come up with is I have a peanut allergy. I am, and <laughs> sincerely write into me, email me, I'm joy at joylovinghome.com if you know of anybody else who has done what I have done. I used to eat peanuts and peanut butter my whole life. Loved them growing up. Never had an allergy until freshman year of college. Things had gotten progressively a little worse, but I was in the ER freshman year of college. Discovering it was a peanut allergy and have since been tested uh, for a myriad of other sort of seasonal allergies after I moved to North Carolina and my body hates it there. <laughs> anyway, I keep digressing here, but I, I mean, I light up like a Christmas tree when it comes to the whole peanut allergy thing. It's so bizarre to me. It's like I had a finite amount of peanut butter you're allowed to have in a lifetime and mine maxed out freshman year of college. But anyway, I could say, oh, but you know, there are people who eat peanuts successfully. Why can't I? Let me keep trying. Well, one, it's slightly dangerous for me to keep trying. I'm not so severe yet that I've had an anaphylactic reaction to it, or at least breathing-wise. Continuing to try in that way is not productive for me. Now, I could, I know there have been full studies. I know Duke University did one where they would grind up minute amounts of peanut powder and 
have their subjects continually increase and increase and increase, not so that they could eat peanut butter endlessly, but so that they wouldn't be in the life-threatening danger if they happen to be accidentally exposed. That was sort of the goal. But imagine, I'm not saying you're allergic to housework. (laughs) I'm not. But I am saying you attempting to keep going after that routine or that system is not unlike me trying to go after eating peanuts or peanut butter. It is not, my body isn't built for that. My body can't sustain that. And your brain is not built for routine. Your brain is not built for a system. Your brain does not crave consistency the way that a monkey brain, the way that a neurotypical brain does. When a neurotypical brain gets inconsistency, it feels at rest, it feels calmer, it feels at peace. It is why when you watch organizing advice, it is like, oh, see how much better your your life will be. Oh, see how calming and soothing this consistent routine will be to your life. And look how much stress you're eliminating from your life so that you can relax and enjoy all of these other good things in life. Absolutely accurate for a neurotypical brain. Your brain does not crave consistency. It does not crave routine In fact, it does the very opposite. It can't light up with dopamine unless it's under some sort of urgent pressure, unless it's finding something novel and interesting about what you're doing. And so therefore, routine is literally the opposite of novelty. (laughs) It's like, if you were to look up the antonym of routine, it would be inconsistency and novelty. And that is exactly the thing your brain is seeking. And so this effort to Well, when I find the right routine, when I find the system that works for me, I will have fixed myself and my house will be fixed and all will be fine. It literally does not work that way. And then you're spending the energy on feeling guilty about it. And that is one of the biggest reasons why I started my membership group is because every single month we shift up what we're trying to do. We come up with a completely new and novel way to attack a space. And it wouldn't matter if we had great success with last month's challenge or theme. Because if we go, oh, well, that worked. Yay. Let's do it again this month. We would suddenly not do it well or right or have the success we had back when it was new. And so it's this combination of accountability, encouragement, and a new challenge that is what is making progress in that group possible. If that's something that sounds awesome for you to try. Spoiler alert, I'm about to reopen the community as the year is ending. The way to find out and not miss a chance is to get on my membership wait list. And you do that by going to joylovinghome.com slash membership. And you can get on the list and you'll be the first to be notified when it reopens. But my point was not to plug that. My point was to say, the rule I want you to break is to quit trying to find this holy grail of the perfect routine for you or this holy grail of the perfect system for your home, or the perfect holy grail of a planner that after you've bought 15 of them, you still think yours is out there. And I know that could sound defeating, but it's not about it being defeating. It's about you going, oh, oh, (laughs) I can quit spinning my wheels and pouring my energy into that hunt, constantly feeling like a failure every time it fails. And I can start saying, what do I do instead? What you do instead is seek out new ways to try things. 
and try them once and then seek out a new way to try something and try it once. Will this be frustrating if you live with monkeys? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll be super frustrating for them. But unless they're the one doing the thing, it's not really about them. It's about you finding something that your brain can light up about and get excited for and roll with. And this should be another podcast, but I'm going to give you another little heads up. You might not always finish it all the way to completion each month. That's a thing we do too, but that needs another podcast. But it doesn't mean you don't make the effort to try. And it doesn't mean that that excitement you feel at the beginning of a new way to try something isn't worthy of chasing. Chase it all the way until the energy runs out of it because you will have made progress. You'll be five steps forward. Even if your house slides three steps back before you find the next one, net gain is still two steps ahead. And that's worthy of chasing. So I want you to kind of think about that, looking for those fun, novel ways to try something different. And (laughs) if you are like me, you're about to chase a great stash session, which I spoke about in the last episode, because company's coming. At least it is for me. They all arrive tomorrow. So I will be busy about my house, running around doing my typical stash session. And intermingled with that stash session, I will be doing some actual cleaning and actual organizing and actual putting things away correctly. But there'll also be a pile in a room where no company gets to go. That's okay. It's okay. You work within your brain the way it is and you quit feeling guilty about it. And that's the point of this episode. So if I am in your ears right now and you're trying to dig in the motivation to get going on things, but this episode's about to stop and you need another one, you can keep binging other episodes of mine. Certainly listen to the last one, episode 179, if you haven't yet. But also find other episodes you enjoy listening to. I'm not the only one out there. I love Dana K. Waite from A Slob Comes Clean. I love The Minimal Mom. I love Cass from Clutterbug. Put any of them in your ears and start listening. And a new one I found, and I will warn you, she's a bit of a monkey brain, but she's a very reasonable monkey brain. And her name is Michaelin Smith. She has a podcast called House Rules. And I think she's only on like episode seven or eight. So if you love to listen to things from the beginning and feel like you're kind of in it with everybody else and you haven't quote unquote fallen behind, you could literally start at her episode one and listen as you work today. It's very soothing. Uh, she has a very nice sort of I don't know, calm energy about her. Her last two episodes have been about preparing for guests in your home. And I really love her take on them. So I'll link all of that into the show notes if you're interested. But before you go, I have one little exciting bit of information to share with you. I am starting a 12 Days of Christmas Challenge. This is free for anybody. So if you're not in my membership group yet and you want a little taste of what it's like to work with me for free, you can go to the link in the show notes. I'll put it right at the top. But it is the, and weirdly, you can't just type joylivinghome.com slash blah, 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 blah. You have to type, because I tried it, you get to a 404 page. (laughs) You have to type the HTTPS colon slash slash joylovinghome.com. 
forward slash myflowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com forward slash Christmas prep plan. And I know that's a really long thing to type. So if you can't remember all of that, seriously, go to the link in the show notes. There you will see where you can download and you download a guide. And it's the guide that is going to take us through our 12 days of Christmas. And the 12 days of Christmas is sort of a three-part plan. One, you have the guide. Two, there's a podcast that goes with each of the 12 days. So you get to listen to it while you work. Three, if you're a visual person and you want a little extra encouragement, you can jump into my free Facebook group. Each of the 12 days, I will go live. I will talk about what we're doing that day. You can see it. You can hear about it. You can see what I'm doing with my home. And then you can put the podcast in your ears and do it in your home. So it's sort of a three-step hit of accountability, encouragement, kind of excitement, a new way to go about things. It is tailored to our brains. It is a way for us to start on Monday, November 27th. It will go every single day through December 8th, which I believe is a Friday. And just imagine being actually as ready for Christmas as you have ever been by December 8th and getting to relax and enjoy the rest of the season somewhat stress-free. I'm not saying I might not have forgotten something. I'm not saying there might not be a last-ditch effort to kind of pull together a, a few steps that you didn't accomplish as we were going. But guys, you know, if you're anything like me, and I believe you are because you're listening, we have been regularly wrapping presents at 2 a.m. on Christmas Eve, and we're tired of that. <laughs> and we are ready to do it a little differently this year. And so if that is you and that sounds worth doing with me, then please jump in, download the guide, join the group and be ready to tune in with me. I'm going to go um, 11 a.m. Eastern every week um, or every day during that time. And we'll just do 12 days of Christmas together. And I'm super excited about it. So I hope you'll join me for that. Yeah. Until then, continue to choose joy.